0: The Weekend Edition's Good Cause of the Week.
1: Good news, people! For Rural Aid's Gift of Music program.
0: Putting musical instruments into rural schools. Help at giftofmusic.org.au.
1: I love this time of the week. It's late on a Sunday and Erin and I always like to pick a good cause of the week just because the way that news works, we're quite often talking about really serious stuff, negative stuff, things that are going wrong, things that need to be fixed. But you know what? There's a lot of good happening and today's good cause is... A great tale. It's also a bit of a lesson in good karma. TV weatherman Sam Mack lost his wallet about a week ago, two weeks ago, and a young man by the name of Brian Coleman found it and tracked Sam down to return it. And it's led to a bit of publicity for Brian and his good cause because Sam wanted to thank him by giving him 100 bucks, but Brian wasn't interested and instead suggested Sam donate to his mental health charity instead. And Sam did that, but also drove a little bit of publicity. So I thought I would get the man in himself to find out exactly what happened. Brian Colman is the founder of the Banksia Project, and he joins me in the studio. Brian, thank you so much for your time.
0: Thanks for having me, Nat.
1: So where did all this start? Where did you find this wallet?
0: Uh, I was just grabbing a taxi home, and um, it was actually his, his mobile phone. I just found it on the ground and just thought, oh, that sucks. I hate losing <laughs> your phone. And uh, yeah, just tried to track him down. So. And you did? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and he offered you 100 bucks.
0: Yeah, he did, which was very kind of him. Um, but, you know, losing your phone sucks, so I just wanted to give it back to him. And uh, I really felt as I just did what anyone would do. And, mm. um, yeah, it was just happened that we clicked on the topic of mental health. So we chose that to be the point of donation.
1: And then he put out a story, which is how I saw about it. But yeah. tell me about this um, mental health charity that you founded. It's called the Banksia Project. What do you do?
0: So we create safe spaces for men to talk um, about anything that's going on in their lives. And we do it in two ways. Um, The first is uh, called the growth rooms, where we we call that the gym for the mind, where we teach guys how to talk about what's going on in their lives, learn basic skills like meditation, mindfulness, or what's the value of nutrition, or even importantly, how to talk to a mate that's going through a hard time or talk about a hard time themselves. Those are the key skills that blokes obviously find it hard. Um, the second thing is the garden rooms. We call them the TED Talks of the mental health industry where we get leaders of industry to talk about key topics. Um, so we've got one coming up uh, focused on music in the mental health industry.
1: I'll find out a bit more about that later. But yeah. how did you come up with this idea?
0: Look, I, um, I had my own journey. When I was 19, I um, found myself in a hospital bed. Um, I had to learn that I'd attempt to take my own life. And obviously, um, that's a pretty, pretty challenging thing to go through. Mm. And um, after that, I I spent many years learning um, how to look after myself and had the support of a great family, great mental health professional, um, and basically came out of that and looked around me and thought, oh, my God, um, you know, a lot of my mates and my peers are really in trouble. And um, I was fortunate that uh, the old boys of my school came to me and said, hey, do you want to do something about this? And the idea was based on my journey of healing. And together with a bunch of old boys, we came up with the name and we tried it out in the market with support of UTS and the rest is history. <laughs>
1: and it's really grown. And I did notice that you have actually partnered with the old boys groups at, at a number of Sydney schools, Riverview, Joey's and short yep. Did you go to St Ignatius you mentioned?
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I went to Riverview, um, graduated in 2006 and it's really been, um, it was the, the old boys that, that seed funded it essentially, gave us the ability to sort of raise our own money. Um, and then they helped push it out and really it was about providing a free solution for blokes no matter where they're from. So whilst it started there, they've really been great in making sure that it's a free solution for any, any mate, no matter where it comes from.
1: And th- tell me about the growth room. So it's, it's like a catch up.
0: Yeah. It, it, all it really is is about. A bunch of guys getting into a room and just being able to talk about what's going on in their lives. And I think the important thing here is it's not about having necessarily a bad day. it could be having a good day, but it's about having a bunch of mates, supporting mates. And that's the real power of it. It's actually people connecting and just having a bunch of blokes that they can talk to about whatever's going on. For us, we really think that prevention is better than a cure and getting used to talking about what's going on in your life is really important. Um, plus teaching them practical skills of how to look after themselves every day or how to give their mate the right support on a day-to-day basis. It
1: was interesting what you said before, um, that you teach them how to talk to a mate. And I think this would be relevant for anyone listening, and especially blokes who Absolutely. perhaps don't talk as much as us girls who, you know, get together and have these emotional <laughs> conversations all the time. But yeah. how do you suggest that people approach these difficult subjects with their mates or with, with a relative who may not be themselves?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the first thing is um, to to just try in the first place. And and I think um, what what we typically say is sit your friend down. Um, Typically, blokes like to sit side by side um, rather than front on because that can be confronting. Um, And just ask open-ended questions. So, you know, just say things like, you know, I've noticed that, you know, thing you seem a bit down lately, how are you going? And they'll say good, but then keep pushing and say, well, you know, is there anything that's on your mind? And keep open and just listen. The big thing for blokes is to try not to fix it because it's actually right. listening that's more important and just to be there for the person while and let them talk.
1: Who can get involved in these um, growth rooms? Can anyone go to the website and sign up or are you encouraging particular communities?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's for anyone to sign up. So we've got programs in rural, we've got programs in the city, we've got programs In corporate and launching into schools next year. So for us, um, it's you know, they can just go to our website www.thebanksiaproject.org.au. There's plenty of uh, information there on our programs um, all around Australia.
1: And you do stuff with high school boys as well. As you mentioned, prevention is one of the things. Would you consider going into Joey's in Riverview and and talking to these kids who are going through a really tough time bullying wise? I mean, it's not nice to be a 14 or 15 year old whether you're a girl or a boy, but would that be something you'd consider?
0: Look, absolutely. We we actually are um, starting um, a pilot with Riverview at the moment. And and the big thing for us is about connecting to students, particularly who are affected by um, the drought and what's Mm. going on with the farmers. So for us, we've got our programs out in those rural communities. It's about giving the boys the skills to have a chat with dad um, or even to manage their own mental health where they're going through some really tough times at the moment so
1: gosh that could make such a big difference to those rural families Hopefully. it really could <laughs> now you mentioned the mental health in the music industry session coming up and you've got people like shannon nolan and timomatic involved there must be some particular issues facing those in the music industry just even being in the public eye must make it really hard
0: yeah absolutely i mean any any kind of uh, i suppose role where you've got a public-facing image, um, you're under a lot of scrutiny, a lot of self-pressure. For us, it's about um, discussing those topics, but also the music industry in itself. It's a very hard industry for artists trying to come up in, th- in the world. So it's really about airing that out and giving artists the opportunity to communicate. And we're supported by ARIA and Support Act, which we're really excited about.
1: When and where? Tell us how we can get get people involved <laughs> we know someone in the industry.
0: Yeah, so we're going to be down at Willamaloo um, Wharf. We're on the 5th of December. And um, the best place to find tickets, which are free for the event, is on our website, www.thebanksiaproject.org.au. Awesome.
1: Well, it all started with you finding a a phone wallet and doing (laughs) the right right. thing, but um, it's really good to spread the word a little bit about what you guys are doing, and and well done from taking an idea to a nationwide program. It's so fantastic.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Nat. Really appreciate you having me.
1: No worries at all. That is Brian Coleman there, the founder of The Banksia Project, helping guys talk about these issues that we need to talk about, and I love the fact that they're giving young boys the tools to go back home on the farm and talk to their dads especially in a time when mental health is is so important and, and such a I guess a crisis point in communities that are really hit by the drought jump online the